So, Leslie, did you know that the typical household spends 1500 bucks a year on energy bills? And if you're writing checks this weekend, you sure do know. But Uncle Sam can help you shave up to 450 bucks off your energy costs. So gather up your energy bills and hit MoneyPit.com. Click on Ideas and Tips, then click Estimators and Calculators, and use the Energy Star Home Energy Yardstick to save some bucks on your house. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now, 888-MONEY-PIT. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, you are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. What do you want to do to your house? Call us right now at 888-MONEYPIT. We want to talk to you about your home improvement projects. We want to help solve your do-it-yourself dilemmas. You want to make your house more energy efficient, getting ready to sell the house. Want to make sure you get the maximum bang for your home improvement buck? Call us right now at 888-666-3974. Boy, Tom, I don't know about you, but I have a ton of home improvement tasks on my Leslie Do list. Well, you've been traveling all around the country doing your while you were out All shoots. over the darn place. And, and you, you know, know, the shoemaker's kids do go barefoot. It is true. And we've had, we have some outdoor issues, which I think you would be quite angry with me, during um, some severe rain we've had the past few months. Some of the gutter systems on the back of the house, the joins at the corner have just completely like bulged open. And I've just yet to get up on a ladder and see what's going on there. But it's making a terrible mess on our side steps going up to the back of the house. So that's one. And then we have this beautiful little screened-in porch, which when we built it, I so carefully said, I will screw in this trim here so that if I ever need to take it out and repair the screen, it'll be really easy. And during some windstorm during one of my travels, Almost all of the screens on one side of the porch have come out. So now we look like (laughs) the low rent neighbors with like the screens dangling off the back. And so it's just a matter of trying to find the time. What's on your list? So I got a new idea for a news television show. Yeah, I want to hear it. Like a 48 hours undercover investigation of home improvement experts' homes. (laughs) Don't come to my house. They talk home improvement on TV, but do they really live the... the Let's (laughs) change the subject, folks. Hey, Money Pit listeners, we've got a great prize for you, and all you have to do is call in and ask a question and get your question answered on the air, and you'll be eligible for it. We've got a great prize. It's a whole bunch of quality tools from Irwin. It's about two dozen tools, and it's a prize package with all kinds of goodies, including a saw, a level, a laser guide, pliers. It's worth 250 bucks. And that was a great way to get the subject off of my falling apart house. <laughs> you could use some of those tools to fix up your house. I we really all could. could. If you want to have your name entered into the Money Pit hard hat, call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. You must come on the air and ask your home in. And the winner question. comes to my house and repairs my things. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> that could work. Hey, all right. any takers? Let's get right to those phones. Eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Free FM, WJFK in Virginia is where Muhammad listens to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Uh, yeah, I have a question that uh, um, my hot water, uh, when I turn the faucet on, 
and switch it to hot water, that uh, the pressure goes down immediately. Is this only happening at one sink or all the sinks all in your the house? Sinks. Even in the showers and everything? Oh, yeah. Bathroom, sink, everywhere. So whenever you turn the hot water on, you lose pressure? Yes, sir. Hmm. Well, how old is your house, Muhammad? Well, my age, about 50. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 50? Yeah. Uh, is it... Um, well, I'm thinking if it's a if it's a 50, 60 year old house, it might have steel pipes. Do you happen to know if you have steel plumbing? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like you do because Could what be you're describing. Could be a rust buildup. Yeah, what you're describing is consistent with the deterioration process of steel pipes. What happens is the rust forms on the inside of the pipe, and it eventually clogs the pipe. The pipe expands and kind of shuts down. It's almost like a clogged artery, if you can envision that. And the best thing to do if you have steel pipes is obviously to replace them. Now, there's a way to do this where it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You do it in stages. The first thing that you do is you replace all of the horizontal pipes, the ones that are easiest to get to, because they tend to rust the rust first. So that would be in the crawl space for the basement. Second to that would be the main water line coming from the street. If that is still steel, that's a ticking time bomb right there. You want to definitely replace that before it bursts at the least opportune time, leaving you guys without any water. And third to that is to replace the pipes that go up through the wall into the bathroom. That's the most expensive, and that's why we leave that to the end. It's also less likely to be the main issue. But if you're having a water pressure issue and you have steel pipes, it's invariably going to have something to do with the deterioration of those pipes. And, and unfortunately, that's one of those expensive home improvements that has to be done to all older homes. The, the, the only problem is that it goes, pressure goes down only when we turn the hot water on. The, when the cold water is there, we don't have any problem. Well, when you turn the hot water on, you're basically splitting the pressure between the two lines. And, and and you're basically causing more water to have to go through the same pipe. So you know, it could be that maybe one pipe is more deteriorated than the other, but regardless, it sounds to me like the pipes, if they're steel, they really need to be replaced, uh, especially since it seems to happen in the entire house. I mean, it's also possible that you could have a restricted valve somewhere, but that's not likely. It sounds to me it's more likely that your steel pipes are starting to constrict. Oh, okay. All right, Mohammed. Thanks for, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Listening in there on Free FM WJFK. Well, he handled that sort of bad news rather well. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I have to re plumb my, my entire, entire house. house. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh well, let's get right back to the next call, or maybe we'll give that person more happy advice. Bob in Utah finds the money pit on KTKK, and you've got a question about electric water heaters. What can we do for you? Yes. I have an uh, all-electric home with a 40-gallon electric water heater, and it needs to be replaced. Uh, I'd heard on the program that uh, he'd mentioned about putting a timer on. I'm thinking of that. But I also would like to know about these on-demand water heaters and uh, where, where you can purchase the most energy-efficient water heater. That's well, the bad, the bad news is that you have an all-electric home. <laughs> the good news is that is it's time to replace that water heater. You have some options. What you're referring to is a tankless heater. And the difference between a tankless heater and a water heater that has a tank is basically that with a tankless water heater, it's not storing any hot water, so therefore you're not paying to keep that water warm 
all the time that you don't need it. It heats water as you need it. So basically as you turn on... And it heats it quite quickly. Oh, instantly, yeah. As you turn on the hot water faucet, the water heater instantly comes on, heats the water, and then delivers it to the spigot. Now, Could I ask one question right there? Sure. Uh, Will that do a... I have a 40-gallon electric water heater now. Will that do a bathtub, that tankless one? Oh, absolutely. It'll do one bathroom, two bathroom, five bathrooms. Well, the tankless ones are also available in size depending on what your need is, correct? Exactly. Yeah, you simply buy it based on the size of your house. Now, if you want to go with a conventional water heater, you can put a timer on it, as you were talking about earlier. And basically, the way you do that is it's a 240-volt timer, much like a clock setback thermostat that you would use for your heating system. Well, what this does, you simply set it to come on an hour before you get up in the morning to heat the water for the morning showers and the cooking and such, and then go off during the day when you're off to work, and then come on again for a few hours at night for uh, all the meals and the cleanup that's associated with that and the bathing, and then go out again. So basically, you'd be running that water heater maybe... 8 to 12 hours a day instead of 24 hours a day. It's going to be less expensive for you to put in the electric water heater than the tankless water heater. But then again, by the time you add on the cost of the timer and the electrician, it could end up costing about the same amount of money. If I had a choice and I was in your shoes where the electric water heater was worn out, I would definitely put in a tankless unit. Okay. Where do I go find the most energy-efficient water heaters? Well, there are a lot of great manufacturers out there. Um, there is a website by the folks at Renai called foreverhotwater.com. They've got a lot of good information on there. Why don't you start there and see Forever how you make water, out. Foreverhotwater.com? Foreverhotwater.com. Dot com. Well, you've been, you've been a big help. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Hey everyone, are you thinking about painting, carpeting, laying down wood flooring? Well, let us do the math for you. Check out www.moneypit.com for estimators and calculators on everything from project budgets to exactly how much paint you're going to need to cover that room uniformly. It's in the estimator and calculator section of moneypit.com, and you can do a whole lot of math there without a paper and pencil. Hey, here's a quick tip for those of you that perhaps don't have enough phone lines in the house, maybe for your fax machine or your, your computer. You don't need to call the phone company. This is one project that you can handle yourself. We'll hook you up with the info you need right after this. Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Make your throat and nose dry. I can't talk! And don't forget about static shock. It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Put an end to dry air problems with an April Air Automatic Humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. Just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now, doesn't that feel better? <sighs> April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. It doesn't match the new shower curtain is a perfectly good reason for replacing your old faucet. As is, I'd rather be looking at brushed nickel when I wash my hands. And that classic motivator of home improvement, companies coming. That's where I come in. 
I'm the Peerless Faucet Coach, and when you visit me at faucetcoach.com, I'll stick with you through every step of your faucet installation. All you need to get started is one good reason. If that reason is my old faucet keeps spraying me in the face, well, that'll work too. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Today, all Americans are feeling the pinch of high energy prices. And this winter, the cost of heating your home could account for nearly half of your energy bill. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman. With steps you can take to save money and make your home more energy efficient. First, give your home furnace or heat pump a checkup to ensure it's running as efficiently as possible. Proper insulation in attic, ceilings, floors, crawl spaces, and exterior and basement walls can save 30% on your home energy bill. And insulate the heating ducts even in unheated areas of your house. Finally, installing a programmable thermostat will ensure you don't pay for energy you aren't using. Program the thermostat down to 65 degrees for eight hours a day to reduce your heating bill by up to 10%. You have the power to make a difference. You can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more energy efficiency tips, please visit our website at www.doe.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Peerless. If you're putting in a new bathroom or kitchen faucet, Peerless can help you with every step, including the hardest one, getting that old faucet out. For a complete undo-it-yourself guide, visit the Peerless Faucet Coach at FaucetCoach.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is one 888 888-666-3974. So if you want to add a second phone line to your home, maybe you need it for a modem, maybe you need it for a fax machine, you don't need to call the phone company. You probably already have all the wiring you need, and you can do this job yourself. You see, most telephone wiring can handle more than one phone line because it contains multiple conductors. Typically, up to four lines can be wired through a single cable. So you may have cable in your home that actually is set up for additional lines to be added. You can adapt these lines yourself with a little bit of guidance and the proper tools and you can get more information on that at moneypit.com yeah so don't waste that money call on the phone company do it yourself and make sure when you're at moneypit.com you sign up for your free e-newsletter now at moneypit.com and that's delivered every week to you right in your email inbox and it's chock full of information and it's free which is very exciting and also free to one of our lucky callers who gets their question answered on the air by Tom and myself you could be eligible for the Irwin and straight line arsenal of toolkit it's amazing there are so many things in it it has two dozen tools 
tools, including vice grip groove lock pliers, fast release pliers, a marathon carpenter saw, pro touch utility knife with spare blades, worksite gloves, straight line grip light, a torpedo level, and an entire set of vice grip pliers, and a giganto soft sided bag to keep everything in so you will never lose not even one of those items unless your neighbor borrows it conveniently. It's worth about 250 bucks, but it could be yours free, so call in now. Is that what it's called, the Giganto soft side yes, bag? Yes, it's the technical term from the company, <laughs> Giganto. It's in quotation marks. All right, call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. You could win that Giganto prize from Irwin if you come on the air and ask your home improvement question like our next caller. Eleanor in Arizona has an interesting question. As I read it, it says, water is leaving a white powdery substance on walls. Well, Eleanor, my question to you is, why is there water on your walls? This can't be good. <laughs> no, the well, we have a block wall between the, the neighbor's house and ours, just a concrete, regular concrete block wall. Okay. And his water, you know, his wa- sprinklers when he's watering his lawn, hits his side of the fence, but on my side of the fence... It comes through, and it's just like a white residue. And I, I, someone told me that there's a lot of salt in the water here in Arizona. So I don't know if that's what's coming through, but it just is powdery, and it even looks like a, a mildewy thing, a growth, you know, fuzzy, yeah, like well, that's mold a, or something. It's not mold. You had it right the first time. It's mineral salts. And what happens is this. When those sprinklers hit the concrete block wall, it gets it very, very wet. And then the concrete is hydroscopic, so it pulls it into the inside. Exactly. And so even if the soil is wet below it, it kind of sucks right up. And then what happens is the water comes to the surface and it evaporates, but it leaves behind its mineral salts. So that, like, whitish gray... It's your own science experiment. Yeah, exactly. That whitish gray stuff is, is simply mineral salts that's on there. So it's not hurting the wall, and it's not, you know a mole that's going to hurt you. It's really just a cosmetic issue. You can wipe it off. You can also use like a vinegar and water solution to wipe it off because that will basically melt the salt away. Oh, just vinegar, plain vinegar, huh? Well, white vinegar. White vinegar? Don't do red vinegar. It'll really (laughs) smell. Your whole house will smell like a salad bowl if you do that. (laughs) Okay? Okay, I'll try that. Thank you. Simple problem, simple solution. Eleanor, thank you so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Our next caller is Dorothy from California, who listens to The Money Pit on KVML. And Dorothy has an allergy problem to some paneling. What is your paneling made out of? Well, I'm not sure. It's, uh, it is a wood. Uh, it's, this is an older home, and this paneling must Probably be built in the 70s. About I had some uh, older. I had an older home with some paneling. It was built in the seventies, and I know exactly how Dorothy feels. I used to get sick every time I looked at that stuff. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> That's a visual allergy. I think it's making her feel sick. I think I have that too. Yeah, huh? <laughs> stuck in the seventies. We had yes. mustard yellow paneling and orange shag carpet. Oh, it was. It was, it was a choice. <laughs> but it went well together, you know. <laughs> so how can we help you with your paneling? Well, I was wondering if there's something that I could cover it up with. Oh, sure. Well, the paneling, you might have an allergy to pine, because is is paneling normally made from pine? Well, not always. It's it's made from synthetic materials. Oh, really? Yeah. So to say, I wonder if you have the same sort of reaction to other pieces in your home that might be made of the same product. But you have a couple of options. You can remove the paneling. If you're lucky enough and the paneling is just attached to the studs in the wall, you can pull that off and then put drywall up and actually have a beautiful surface to start from there. 
you could put the drywall right over the paneling, or you can just paint it and prime it, prime it and paint it, and really sort of seal it in there. That might help you as well. Okay. Um, what kind of a sealer would I use? Well, for your primer, Tom, would you recommend just using some sort of like a Kills primer? Yeah, I would use Kills. That's it's going to do a good job. You can use Kills. Um, they have um, a water-based product and they have an oil-based product. Both will work very well for that situation. And that really is going to give you a good surface to put the paint on to make sure that the paint covers the old paneling. And really, more and more people are just painting over paneling these days. It really can look pretty nice if you use good quality paint. You put a nice semi-gloss finish on there. It, it looks very, very smooth and very slick. Well, that sounds like a good idea. be the easiest way. Absolutely. Very easy, Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And it makes a huge change. Well, that sounds really good. Okay, Dorothy, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit and listening there in California on KVML. Now we're going to Maryland where Greg has a sticky situation. Greg, what's going on with that door? Oh, my front door. What, ha- what happens is, with, like, depending on the time of the day or the, or the year, I guess with humidity, the wood expands. Yeah, and it also is impacted by your horoscope. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sometimes I would have to have to lock my deadbolt to keep. You know, I had the deadbolt at the top and regular right. door lock at the bottom. Sometimes you just want to shut the door and go go do something outside. But sometimes you shut the door thinking it's um, shut. You come back and the door's wide open because it never. Well, catches. that's just the wood swelling and expanding and yeah, contracting and depending on what the weather is. The house is probably what two two three years old. That's oh. all. Wow. Yeah. It's about two, three years old. The guy said, yeah, um, it might be the wood expanding. And I just... Well, what it is is if it's only a two- or three-year-old house, what it is is an improperly installed door. You know, the door is either twisted, it is installed crooked, there's not enough room, there's too much room. Something is wrong about that door. Now, the fact that it's wood obviously could be a contributing factor to it because, you know, wood is going to expand and contract a lot more. The best option for a door today is a fiberglass door. Because a fiberglass door looks exactly like wood with the new finishes. Thermatrude doors, for example, has this new technology. It's called AccuGrain. And the exterior of that door, I'm telling you, is absolutely a dead ringer for wood. You just can't tell the difference. I Even my trained eye couldn't pick it up. Um, but it's dimensionally stable. Now, if you're not going to replace your door, what you really have to do here, Greg, is rehang the door and really start from scratch. And a good carpenter can do this. It depends on, like, if there's a lot of humidity in there or, like, a certain time. Yeah, the more moisture, the more expansion. It definitely needs to be rehung. It definitely needs to be rehung. It shouldn't be doing this at, at only being a couple of years old. Okay. I was glad I called because I was about to go buy a new lock set. Thinking it was nah, it sounds like it's just out of whack. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, laying down new flooring, whether it's wood, tile, or vinyl, is definitely a DIY project most homeowners can tackle on their own. But there's one major mistake that most people make when doing this project. We'll tell you what that is next. Eight 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 Money Pit. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed smart humidifiers. April Air's computer-equipped, completely automated, no-touch humidifiers never need manual adjustments. 
Advanced Computer Technology measures the outdoor temperature and indoor humidity over 86,000 times a day and continually adjusts your home's indoor humidity for maximum comfort. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one 888 Well, laying down a new floor, whether it's wood, tile, or vinyl, is truly a basic DIY project that many homeowners do feel comfortable tackling. But keep one very important thing in mind. Some flooring products, like ceramic tiles or hardwood, can raise the level of an existing floor. And that's a problem when laying the floor around built-in appliances like refrigerators or dishwashers. That's right, because if you have to take those appliances out for repairs or replacement, <laughs> Trap them in there. you could have kind of framed yourself in, and that would really stink because it really makes it a very, very complicated project. So plan for that. If you're going to, for example, put ceramic tile in a kitchen and sort of trap in the refrigerator or the dishwasher, what you need to do is to raise those first. The dishwasher, you simply have adjustable feet that could be raised up. And this way you'll have room to get the ceramic tile under it and not in front of it so you're not blocking it. But think about those little things before you put the floor down. We know you want to get right to the flooring installation, but if you don't do it carefully, you'll actually trap those appliances in. And that will cause a more expensive repair to have to be done later on. All right. So, Leslie, let's see who's next on the Money Pit. Casey in Louisiana listens to the Money Pit on KEEL. And you've got a foundation question. What can we do for you? Well, I have a... 43-year-old house, and it's got a foundation across, it's got a crack across the entire foundation. What direction does the crack run in? You want directions, it runs from east to west. (laughs) It runs across the body of the house. It's a horizontal crack? Yes. Okay. It it varies a little bit. It's not exactly in a straight line, but fairly close. And how big is this crack? Is it fairly wide, fairly deep? Describe it a little bit. Well, where we can see it, because there's linoleum that's on the floor, sheet linoleum, it's separating some of the linoleum. It's not probably but about four or five inches deep at the most that I can tell, and it's not very wide, but it's gotten a little wider in the eight years that we've been in the house. Okay. So the crack is in the floor, and it kind of goes in and out from under the linoleum. Is that the situation? All right. And we can feel it under the linoleum. There's some difference in, you know, the height mm-hmm. difference from one side to the other, but nothing significant. And this is the basement or the first floor? We only have a one-floor home. Okay, so it's a slab-on-grade home. Yes. All right. Well, concrete slabs crack. Sometimes right. Some would say that's what they're designed to do. Usually it happens because of shrinkage. Really, two reasons: either shrinkage when the initial well, it could be ground occurred, settling, couldn't it? Or it could be some movement of the soil. We have very clay soil here. Well, and it moves horribly. The, the, yeah, I was going to say the best advice we can give you is to try to keep that soil as stable as possible, and that that comes back to moisture management, making sure that the water around your house is draining away from the house and the gutter systems extended out, so you keep the soil as dry as you can. Um, do you have any evidence that this crack is active, or is it something that's sort of always been there? It's been here since we moved in, and I couldn't, it was my, my husband's grandfather built the house himself. Okay. And it was here when we got here, and there's no evidence that it's like getting wider all the time. All right, well, that's good news. Then I would tell you not to worry about it. If you ever decide to replace that floor and you have it up, I would fill the crack with a flowable urethane which is a flexible caulk kind of a, of a material 
that will seal it in really good and stop any soil gases from coming through there. And you can build it up a little bit and not feel it now when you walk over the new floor. Okay. But in terms of structure, if it's been there all this time and you see no evidence of it moving, then I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, well, here's my question, my bottom line question, because we would want to fill it and replace the flooring. We'll eventually move from this house. We know we will. And how do you sell a house with a crack in the foundation? Because obviously it's done, but people have said, oh, no, you're going to have to get the foundation fixed. Well, if it's, if it's the floor, it may not be the foundation. You may be confusing the two parts of your house. It depends on how the floor was poured. Now, sometimes you build a house with, uh, say, a footing and then a concrete block wall that comes up, and then the wall is on top of that, and then the floor is basically uh, floating, and it goes in between those walls. In any event, most of the floor surface is not load-bearing. It's only load-bearing under the walls itself. So it's not technically the foundation that's cracked. It's really just the concrete floor that's cracked. Um, there's two ways to handle it. You know, if you want to be incredibly honest with the people that are buying your house, you can tell them that there was a crack under the floor and that it's been there since uh, uh, your grandfather or your husband's grandfather built the house and it's never moved. You've sealed it uh, properly and you refloor it over it. If it's something that they're concerned about, they could have a professional home inspector or an engineer evaluate that. The other thing that you can do is if you really just want to put your fears to rest is have that done right now. Have an engineer look at it and provide a report for you identifying the condition, recommending any repairs, and then get those repairs done, have them reinspect it, and that kind of creates what Leslie and I like to call a pedigree on the repair so that we know that it was done correctly. Then you pass that along to any future owner. Yeah, and it's and a level of reassurance to that future owner that you've done something properly and you've got all the paperwork to back it up. I really don't know, because this is our first home that we've ever owned, and I would want to sell it so that they would know and that it was that it was fixed properly. What kind of, and this is another thing I don't know, what kind of cost does that run into, or do you know? Well, it really depends on what's wrong. You want to start with the inspection itself. You know, and the inspection's probably going to cost you uh, two or three hundred bucks for an inspection and a report. And then from there, you can decide what your best option is. I mean, it may, it may be that the engineer comes out and says, I don't see any reason to, uh, to repair this other than just sealing it like we've suggested, and you're done. But if there is a repair that's suggested, then you can evaluate your options. In any event, if you want to put your mind at, at ease, have a design professional like an engineer and, or an architect review that crack and determine whether or not it's of structural concern, and then move on from there, Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Outgrowing your current house? Well, should you move to a bigger place or renovate the one you already have? Well, when debating whether to move or improve, there are important financial factors to consider. We'll break it down for you right after the break. Money Pit. Home improvement's never been so easy. We at R.E. Williams can help. Did you know there's a hidden fire hazard in almost every home? It's your dryer vent, and we have the solution for you. We're online at REWCI.com, featuring Panasonic bathroom ventilation fans, Tamarack whole house fans, and even an affordable whole house instant hot water system. We deliver right to your home or office across the U.S. Improve your home, improve your life with quality products, affordable prices, and heroic customer service. REWCI.com. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. Eight piece combo kit. 
You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Make your throat and nose dry. I can't talk! And don't forget about static shock. It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Put an end to dry air problems with an April Air Automatic Humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. Just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now, doesn't that feel better? <sighs> April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. Hello, I'm Rob Petterkevich, Executive Director of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Homeownership rates in the United States are at an all-time high, but did you know the average cost of a home is now more than $260,000? If you're in the process of buying or selling a home, then you know how overwhelming this experience can be. It's also one of the biggest financial investments you'll ever make. So it's important to have your home thoroughly inspected by a qualified professional before you make your final purchase decision. In addition to checking for structural problems, the inspection should cover all the important systems as well. And an inspection is not just for prospective buyers. It's a good idea to have your home inspected before you put it up for sale. Older homes should be inspected every 10 years. New homes, as well as townhouses and condominiums, should be carefully examined too. This can help protect your investment and prevent potential problems. For more information, please visit ashy.org. A public service message from the American Society of Home Inspectors. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools. Pro features, affordable prices. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. So you're trying to decide whether you should move or improve, or you're outgrowing your current house, trying to decide whether you want to do the renovation or just buy a new house. A couple of things to consider. Actually, improving your house can improve its value if you stay consistent with what's going on in the neighborhood. You can't over-improve. You want to concentrate on areas like kitchens and baths, areas that have the best return on investment. Now, if moving is what you're really planning on doing, remember the hidden charges. Not only do you have to buy the house, but when you buy the house, you're going to spend a lot of money painting and decorating that house and moving to that house. In fact, you may want to budget an additional 10% over the cost of the new house for all of those unexpected expenses. They really can add up to quite a lot of money. So if you ultimately decide to move or improve, Make sure you're not overdoing it for your neighborhood or counting on all of those hidden costs coming in. Well, if you're leaning toward the moving choice, want to find out where the real estate market is hottest and where it's cooling down? Well, you need look no further than our next Money Pit e-newsletter. What? You don't get the Money Pit e-newsletter? Well... 
what are you doing? Go to moneypit.com and sign up for our free e-newsletter there. It's free for you. It comes in every week. You don't even have to go outside to get it. Just go right to your computer and you'll be all the more wiser just for having it. And we've got a great prize coming at you this hour. It's from Irwin and Straightline. And remember that the prizes are available to one lucky caller who calls in and gets their call answered on the air. And if we draw your name out of the Money Pit hard hat, it could be you. And this is a chock-a-block bag full of about two dozen tools from Vice Grip and Straight Line and Irwin. It's amazing. It's worth 250 bucks. Some of those things are a marathon carpenter saw, Vice Grip groove lock pliers, Vice Grip pliers, a huge bag to keep it all in. It's worth about 250 bucks. So call in. Don't be shy. It could be yours. one Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Cynthia in Minnesota finds the money pit on KBRF, and you've got a question about radiant heating or floor heating. What can we do for you? Well, we just added onto our house um, a 40 by 40 foot slab this past summer, and it seems about two feet all the way around the new addition, um, the snow is, is melted and the ground is not even frozen. Um, we're wondering if what we should do about this problem. If we should, um, is it normal? Should we go back to the contractor? Should we? Uh, do you at- have Do you have heating in the floor system? Yes. Okay, and so you're noticing that with the heat in the floor, that that seems to be causing the snow to melt around the foundation perimeter. Right, and hmm. we're looking at filling our our. Um, 500-gallon propane tank for the third time since August. <laughs> wow, so this is really... Man. Do you have it on a timer system? Is it constantly heating the floor? How often are you using this? It's on a thermostat. Well, we're in Minnesota, so it's, it seems like it's run, running constantly. Hmm. We've gotten a couple different suggestions from, um, from people. One thing is the thermostat is on the wall. We had one suggestion say that we should put the thermostat on the floor because why are you regulating the air when you should be regulating the floor? No, you should be regulating the air. That's a silly suggestion because that's where you live, in the air, right? Right. Um, when they put the floor in, you watched this happen. Did you happen to notice whether or not they added insulation between the ground and the foundation? Because they should have. On the outside perimeter? Yeah, when the, when, the, when the foundation was put in, when the floor was poured, it should be isolated from the soil with, with, with uh, insulation. It would have been like a foam insulation. Yeah, it's like two-inch foam. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My husband did, he dug down, but it looks like it only goes as far down as the cement. Well, it's a good, what does it go down, like a foot or two? As far down as the cement slab does, so right. Yeah, well, that should be okay. It sounds like it was done correctly. Okay. I mean, it's going to be warmer than it will be farther out away from your house. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you're using so much heat could have other implications, though. There could be other energy deficiencies in your house. Have you ever had an energy audit done? No. Well, that might be a good place to start. Um, you know, um, a lot of local utility companies and other service providers will do energy audits on your house, and they can and identify. free of charge. Oh, really? And they can identify all of the different places where your home is losing energy, and that would probably be a really smart thing to do, because that will give you some impartial expert advice on how to save on some of those energy bills that you're facing. Okay. 
But it sounds like they've done it correctly. I mean, obviously the foundation is going to be a little bit warmer if there's heating pipes in the slab. Is this a hot water heating system? Right. Yeah, where it was put in the slab. Well, the good news is that that's a really comfortable system. I mean, it's nice to walk on that warm floor, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All right, well, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Do you have mysterious noises coming from your pipes? Perhaps it's a haunted house. (laughs) Well, it's actually very common to have noisy plumbing. Coming up, we'll tell you how to diagnose and either fix or live with or drown out all those strange sounds. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by the amazing Telesteps Telescoping Ladder, which extends from 30 inches to 12 and a half feet in a matter of seconds. Available online at rewci.com or by calling toll-free 888-845-6597. Take advantage of free shipping now. And don't forget to mention coupon code MONEYPIT and receive 5% off your purchase today. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one eight 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 money pit available 24-7 at MoneyPit.com, where you can learn everything you need to know about taking care of your Money Pit, including how to make more money when it comes time to sell that house. Now, if you can't call us right now at one eight 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 money pit you can always email us to helpme at moneypit.com. Let's jump right into the email bag. Okay, well, Angie from Columbus, California writes, when I run hot water to the washer, the pipe hammers badly, only to the washer, not the kitchen or bathroom. Hmm. The reason that happens, Like Angie, clanging, like bang, 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 bang. Is that yeah, what you hear? Yeah, it sounds like ka-chunk, 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 and it like really rattles the pipes. It's a condition called water hammer. And basically what happens is this. You have all that water running through the pipes at full speed as your washer tries to fill. But then all of a sudden, the fill valve shuts off really quick, and the centrifugal force of all of that water just keeps pushing that pipe forward. And since it can't go anywhere, it bangs the pipe. So is water still being called to that pipe, but it's for with nowhere to go, so it's just building up in there? It's not the pressure, it's the centrifugal force. Think of like a wave action. It's sort of the pressure of the water just want to move forward, and it sort of carries part of the pipe with it. But you know how copper is so resonant a material that you can mm-hmm. hear it you know, all over the place? Well, what happens is it just keeps moving and it bangs the pipes. Now, there's a solution. It's called a water hammer arrestor. And basically, it's like a shock absorber. And it gets installed into the plumbing line. And it gives sort of like a cushion for that water to sort of bounce against. Is that a do-it-yourself project or not so much? No, it probably isn't a do-it-yourself project, Leslie, because you really have to drain the pipe and you have to solder on the new... Um, water hammer arrestor. It really is a job for a plumber. Generally, water hammer is more of an annoyance. It rarely causes a plumbing problem. But if it's something that's really bothering you and you're sensitive to the sound, then you definitely should put in the water hammer arrestor. Now, what if you have some other sort of situation with your pipes? Like I have a friend, and the friend shall remain nameless, who when they turn off their shower, it sounds like they hear like a marble rolling across the floor. What's that big mystery? Oh, I know what that is. Um, If you run hot water and then you turn the hot water off, What happens is the pipe expands, and sometimes if the pipes are really tight to the wood, you know you have these little clamps that hold the pipes Mm -hmm. onto the wood, if they're too tight, 
that pipe is actually dragging across the wood and making odd sounds. Now, sometimes it can sound like a drip. Sometimes it can sound like a marble running across the floor. But basically, it's the sound of the compressing now metal pipe that once was hot and now it's shrinking being drawn across the framing itself. Now, typically... Um, it actually expands as well when you turn it on, but your water's running, so you don't hear it. You usually hear it when you turn the water off. It's quiet, and then the pipe is shrinking back into shape. So that's another thing where it doesn't really hurt the pipe at all, but it's kind of an annoyance. But it's not something that really is going to cause a leak or anything of that nature. It's just one of those mysteries of the plumbing system of your house. Well, at least now we know where they're coming from, and we don't have to be scared. And you don't have to call the Ghostbusters either. <laughs> or the Plumber Busters. Well, speaking of plumbing home improvements, do you know that your bathtub can actually come in handy when it comes to doing a bit of interior decorating? I understand that that is the topic of today's Leslie's Last Word. Well, in addition to making you clean to best present your newly decorated room, it can also be your bathtub thought of as a tool. And it might exactly be the first thing you need when deciding to tackle a wallpapering project. You want a wet, pre-pasted wallpaper in a warm bath, and this will actually help soften the glue. And another trick is to double the paper over and rub the adhesive sides together before hanging the paper to maximize the glue's effectiveness. Because for once in your life, this is exactly where you do want to be in a sticky situation. Well, thank you so much for sticking around this hour of the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, available 24-7 at MoneyPit.com. And you can always call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself, but you don't have to do it alone.